0: good morning as i'm recording this it's uh, saturday morning i've just made myself a coffee i woke up from my alarm clock because i'm gonna do a workout didn't get around to doing all of my workouts this week my trainer is coming over i've just lit the fireplace and i have had the craziest busiest week yet for some reason i don't feel like i'm gonna crash today which used to happen to me all the time on Saturdays, I would just crash. I'd be so tired. I mean, my voice is a bit tired. I think that makes sense. Yesterday, I went to a funeral. Uh, I had a master class. I packed up my boyfriend's apartment. Like it was a really, really busy week. And what happened on Thursday is that I had a couple of intake calls with potential clients for one of my new my new millionaire masterminds. And I always just ask a lot of questions. This is also new. I've been, this was the first day I was actually accepting applications. So um, she said something that actually prompted this episode. I'm going to send it to her later. So I just wanted to say this is a little bit of an atypical episode. I'm actually just recording this from my phone. (laughs) So I'm literally just sitting on the couch because I, I want content creation and working with ideas to be Easier and simpler because I believe a lot of people make having an online business way too complicated. Hello, hello and welcome to Fail to Win. A show where we love to make mistakes and learn from them so you can turn your passion into profits and live life on your own terms. I'm Amy van der Puitte from Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach. And I'll bring you a new episode with simple strategies every Tuesday. Okay, so I just listened to that first part of this uh, iPhone episode. Holy shit, my voice is crackly, but that's okay. This is like, it's a conversation between you and I. I'm just going to create this like, I would voice voice note my best friend. And I think this week I have stumbled upon the biggest problem that breaks entrepreneurs' hearts everywhere. And I know for a fact that there have been a lot of books written about this. Namely, so this... Fitcher Klein and I were talking and she's like, yeah, I have so many ideas, I have a board full of ideas, but my team, they start getting afraid of my ideas. And she said, when I look at you, I see you explaining things to your team and I see you doing things, but you're so organized. And we got to talking and it dawned on me that the reason she needed me as her coach was to get the magic organized to get the vision organized, which is funny because that is exactly where I was a couple of years ago. But I have made some mistakes along the way. So we had a long chat. Um, I told her, like, before we continue, I just want to tell you one thing. And this is what I wanted to say in this episode to you as well. If you are someone who has really big ideas, and you have a lot of vision, and your environment often thinks you're crazy, and you feel like You need to rein it in because it's too much. You're too much. Your business ideas are too much. You're too multi-passionate. I have two things to say to you. One, not every idea needs to be a business or a brand or like a a different setup. That's one thing I just want to say is like, not everything you do needs to be in the order of like creating a new corporation and a new brand and all of that. But two, and that's the biggest one, and it might mean that you ignore one, (laughs) is that you should never stop having those ideas and doing something with them. Because having ideas, being a visionary is actually the one thing you can't hire for. Hiring for leadership? Not easy. Hiring for ideas? Almost impossible. So if you are someone, you're an entrepreneur, and you say... I have so many ideas, I have too many good ideas and it's overwhelming to other people. Other people can't follow my brain. I just want to give you the permission slip to never stop working with those ideas because that's how innovation gets created. And innovation is what every company needs in order to keep on growing. Now, do you need structure and organization to make sure that you can actually, yeah, like, I don't know. Not die (laughs) while you're implementing all of those ideas. Yes. So I thought maybe I can give you a couple of tips. Just off of my head. I haven't structured this. Uh, The first thing I like to do that really helps me to organize my thoughts is, well, I mean, if you've seen me on my stories, I have these huge ass post-its all over my house. Whenever I have ideas, I know that I need to write them down. Even if you're not someone who loves writing, I recommend not keeping them in your brain because your brain is just terrible for organizing this, um, so get it out, uh, that could be either you grab your phone, and you have a voice memo record, if you're a very verbal per- person, and like auditive, for me it works best to write it down on a post-it, but you don't always have post-its, and the problem with the really big ass post-its is that you tend to also lose them, like I have these piles and piles of the post-its, and I end up just taking a photo of the post-its and then putting it on my phone, but then I forget to look at where the photo is, all of that, so... What can you do? Um, that's a yawn. Yeah, this is a real and raw podcast episode. Um, the other thing you can do, and that's actually my preferred way, even when you have created a post-it with really good ideas, I would then turn it into a mind map on your computer. So I use SimpleMind for this. This is an app. And I noticed that whenever I have ideas, I can map it out in SimpleMind. Like I can do in SimpleMind in 15 to 20 minutes what I can do in meetings in hours or in lists, it would take me much, much, much longer. And it also really calms my nervous system. So first up is basically what you want to create in the rest of your career is a bridge between your brain and your ideas, your vision, and rolling it out, the execution for the other people you'll work with. And these other people could be your family, your friends, this could be your team members, this could be your clients. You got to find a way that you turn your magic into the spells. Let's look at that. You have magic, but you need someone else to write the the book of spells. I don't know if you've ever watched Charmed when you were younger. I did. I loved it. I wanted to be as cool as they were. Um, I think they had a book of spells or something like that. So that's what you need. And in business terms, they call this being a visionary and having an integrator. So what I did, and I'm not going to lie about this, I always felt like I wasn't really good at this. And I felt like I needed to hack myself to then also persevere with my ideas. So a really big shift for me happened is when I I hired my first virtual assistant. Because that meant that whenever I had ideas, I actually had to follow through with them. So I think that's a big one is if you are super multi-passionate, you also need to find a way to follow through on all of the ideas. For me, what helps to hack myself was actually either telling my audience I was going to do something or... Having um, what's it called? Having a virtual assistant. So my first virtual assistant, Audrey, she was really a game changer for me because she helped me work through my ideas so that they actually came to life. Um, Later down the line, what I needed in my business was integrators. So I have, for example, Caroline and Sandy in my business, and they're both my right hand in terms of like sales, business support, courses, and coaching. They turn my ideas into reality. I don't know how they do it. I mean, I know how they do it, but it's incredible. I don't think I would have gotten such a stable business without them because... They are just really good at taking information and they're really good at following through and executing all of it. Whereas I'm not really... Like the reason I'm sitting here on a Saturday doing this is because I didn't finish my podcast recordings earlier this week because I didn't have accountability. That's not the reason... I mean, I'm sitting here because I want to do this. But the reason I have a personal trainer coming to my door is because it's not that I don't trust myself. I'm super disciplined, but I just don't want to be responsible for everything. So the fact that she's coming here... like it ensures that I will do my third workout of the week. By the way, I needed to do four and I only did two. So this was a really weird week. So um, hiring integrators. There's a book about this, Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel talks about if you're a visionary or an integrator, you can actually take their tests. If you go to like, if you Google Rocket Fuel visionary integrator, you'll find the test. So I guess the first thing you need to do is you need to make sure that you create the vision for yourself in a tangible format. You can try an audio note to yourself. I would recommend writing it out and turning it into a mind map. Usually people who are very abstract visionary thinkers will thrive in mind maps and conceptual thinking. Whereas integrators in my experience, they will thrive more in vertical thinking. Like I like to call this horizontal versus vertical thinking. I'm really good with drawings and timelines and seeing like building blocks. And I can create something without having all of the specifics. Whereas some of my team members who are more integrator types, they're vertical thinkers and they think in terms of lists. If you're an entrepreneur who's starting out as an integrator, uh, I know Amy Porterfield is renowned for saying this about herself, you can learn how to become more visionary. But the other way around is also possible. So you're probably in a phase where you don't have an integrator yet you can't afford to pay someone to come and organize your shit and by the way that is also something it won't happen you cannot be an entrepreneur thinking I'll hire someone else in the beginning phases you don't even know what needs to get organized and they'll come and fix it it won't happen it's too much for someone else they are not you they won't be able to do it so this is where I had to learn to also become the integrator at many many points in time to get down in the systems to create the Excel sheets with all of the checklists. And I think there what you just need to know is that other people are usually pretty bad at creating the first processes of the things you do repeatedly. So for example, let's take my podcast. My podcast was my first really big, repeatable, repeated project. Wow, my my words are, I don't have any words. (laughs) Um, You'll see that this podcast episode is going to perform really well. Sometimes I look at my stats and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Podcast episodes where I put a lot of effort into them. They don't thrive. And then these stupid iPhone episodes, they do so well. There is no rhyme or reason. Okay, so um, what has helped me is to then find a system that works. And for me, Excel sheets, Google sheets work fine. I don't like being reliant on software. Yeah, you can use Notion, you can use ClickUp, you can use monday.com, all of those systems. I've tried and tested all of them on a day-to-day basis. I have a task and project management system, but when you're starting out, you don't need that. You just need a good Excel file that you set up. I used to have my my master, uh, what was it called? My master sheet, and um, I actually have a time management system you can buy for how I got to the point that I was able to organize myself. I'll see if I can link it. It's my time management system. I'll see if I can link it in the description. Um, So I would just grab a tab in the Excel file and then I would just be like, okay, so this is something that happens every week, every month. This could be a launch for you. This could be a podcast episode for me. And I would write down every single step I took and it would take me some caffeine or back in the days, even a glass of wine to write this out. And then in the beginning, you know, the column of who's going to do it was me. It was always me. And then it became me and Audrey. And I would write it out. And it was like, decide date for the podcast, decide topic, create outline, Um, decide lead magnets. Oh, I need a new lead magnets. Okay. Then the second tab would be create a new lead magnets. And then it would have all of the steps of what I needed in order to create that one thing. So you can start delegating the moment that you have vision and you know how to explain to them how they need to do it. But this was not an episode about structure and processes. And I actually really don't want to go there. But it is going to be... Both are necessary if you want to communicate what you need to happen to other parties. Be that full-time team members other people. Um, because they're going to be either a visionary thinker or more process-based. So it will help all parties if they can see both sides um, of the coin. So if I would have a meeting with my my co-founder of Alpha Women, Jessica, I would show her more of the visionary stuff. And then she'll be like, yeah, amazing. But then she's not really good at seeing the timeline of things. Neither am I. I've had to learn that. So for her, I know I need to really look at the calendar and be like, this is going to happen then, this is going to happen then, which is difficult for me to get around to doing, because... Like that's making a list and I don't really want to do that. But I know that it helps when we see it because otherwise both of us, we're like, yeah, we can do a million things in one month, which is totally not true. And that's how we burn out. <laughs> and then for our team member, Selena, I know she'll, oh, my cat Billy is back. I haven't let him go outside in weeks because he injured his paw. Now he's whining and I finally let him go outside. And after five minutes, he's like, hello, I'm back. Can I go back inside? It's also raining and cats really don't like rain. Hey, Billy, come on in. Okay, so for Selena, she will be, she will need the vision and the context in order to see what we're going to do, why we're going to do it. Because obviously all of my team members, they are people who are excited about doing big things. Otherwise, they wouldn't be working for my businesses um and she will also be like how much work is this going to be what do I need to do by when so she will thrive when she will also see a list of to-dos whereas for a visionary that might be overwhelming for someone who's an integrator they'll be like okay this is the list I'll go and do it this is the way Caroline in my business works I'm often like what do you think of this idea and that idea and sometimes she just looks at me she's like just tell me what you want to do so I can go and do it (laughs) whereas I'm afraid of all of the work often so it's really about Learning how to put your vision to paper and then communicating that vision and making sure that all parties see or have everything they need and building up those lists and then the checklists. But I want to go back to the beginning of my episodes. Um, When you grow, it's easy to get distracted by team members, by opinions of other people. And I love my team. They have helped me grow a business with incredible customer support, with clients who rave not just about me, but about the support we give. I know that my team is why my business is so much more stable and better than other business coaches who have like a blown up ego. I'm just going to say it the way it is, because my team doesn't have that. And people come for me, but they stay for my team, and they stay for the support. And I love them. And at the same time, it has slowed me down in the past because I didn't get how I needed to communicate the vision and I was so deep into the day-to-day that I forgot that new ideas are good because I started feeling like new ideas were bad. So the way I'm doing it today is I'll involve them in the context and I'll also show them the first path. I don't expect them to always create the first path of every new idea because that is overwhelming and they can't see what they can't see yet. So the route I will take is I'll show them the vision then I'll show them a little bit of the integrator side, and then I've noticed that they just run with it. So I don't know if this was helpful or not. Um, Vision plus integrating. Go and check out that book Rocket Fuel if you recognize yourself in some of this. By the way, if you're an integrator, you can be a real asset to any visionary entrepreneur. I might like in a month listen to this and think this is shit, but it actually gave me a couple of things that I need to look at because I think I often forget the integrator step and that my team... They really like it when you do do that, so that might be good. Um, I forget to... No, it's actually something I've, I've started changing in the past couple of months and it's probably why I feel better. Because in the past I was like, why don't you guys like my new ideas and why can't I bring new ideas? But then a few months ago I realized that there was just a little bridge missing and it was that, that, the first bridge. The bridge of, and this is what that's going to look like and these are the steps. And if they see it once and they have that framework, they are like bears and they just go after it or lions i don't know but i do have to map it out the first time which makes sense because we call these the post-its in my brain i need to pull out all of the post-its so they can see it so i'll link the time management system in the description um and for you visionary integrator i just want to say you will go through seasons in your business where you will get convinced that you need to improve your weaknesses and although that will be true, I think it's really important as an entrepreneur that you never forget that it's actually your strengths that got you here. And you'll see a lot of content saying, what got you here won't get you there. But I actually believe it will. I actually believe it is really important that you don't forget about your ideas, about your vision, because that is what got you here. And that is what's going to create your future. Good luck, and uh, hope to see you on the other side. Blur, 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 blur. If you have questions about uh, masterminds, coaching, whatever, shoot me a DM over on Instagram. Normally, by the time this airs, I should be traveling in Australia, but I'll probably be checking my DMs. I know that's a big no-no, but I don't know. I like my community. So if you're a part of the Fast Forward community, if you're a fastpreneur and your brain goes five times faster than other people and you want someone to understand you, I might be just a person. So let me know if you like this episode. This was really personal, as you could hear. Um, I don't know if anyone recognizes this or not. So please do reach out and let me know. I'm fast forward Amy. And uh, I wish you a really happy fucking day. Bye.